Hi, I'm Cameron, and I don't just read comics, I love them. On today's episode of Cameron Reads Comics, my friend Alec and I are going to be reading The Walking Dead Volume 1. We're going to be going through the first six issues of the incredibly famous series. This doesn't quite count as part of our first comic series, but years ago I took Alec with me to a comic shop and he picked up the first trade paperback of The Walking Dead. And now he's basically a full-fledged comic fan. So we're going to be going back to where it all started for him. As a reminder, we are going to be going into complete spoilers for Image Comics and Skybound's Walking Dead number 1 through 6. We're also going to be, talk heavily about some of the outcomes of the Walking Dead TV series. So if you're watching that and you don't want it to be spoiled, maybe check this episode out later. And remember to follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Cameron Reads Comics. And make sure to clobber the like and subscribe buttons as well as leave a 5-star rating and review on iTunes for me. Now, here's your episode on The Walking Dead. The world we know is gone. The world of commerce and frivolous necessity has been replaced by a world of survival and responsibility. An epidemic of apocalyptic proportions has swept the globe, causing the dead to rise and to feed on the living. In a matter of months, society has crumbled. No government, no grocery stores, no mail delivery, no cable TV. In a world ruled by the dead, the survivors are forced to finally start living. Welcome, Alec, to Cameron Reads Comics. Um, Thanks for having me. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know, first and foremost, I think one of the most important things I need to say is that it has been way, like, you should have been on this podcast a long time ago. Wow. You know, I was thinking the same thing. Well, when it comes to, because, like, I started this as a platform to share my... Your love for comics. My love for comics with the world, but also, like, you were one of the first people I ever, like, shared, like in a very real way comics with and you're one of the few people who's been to like marvel movie premieres with me yep. and like who what do we what do we see together we at least saw i know for a fact logan and um guardians 2 together yeah and i think we saw infinity war oh we could have yeah 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 and so it's like you're like Shh. And i was like i have so many questions like what's happening you're, you're know, like oh, after after i'm like don't <laughs> And good friends don't let friends talk to them during Marvel movies. Yeah, so I talked to the NPC next to me the whole time. <laughs> like, Who's Spider-Man? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, apparently you know. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I, I just I think about you having you being here now, and I don't know what episode this is going to end up being. We're close to forty. Ten thousand. Oh. Yeah, we're close to forty. Close enough though. Um, and I'm just yeah, forty. So, yeah, bro. Congratulations. Well, I can see you're a devoted follower. <laughs> You know, the first 30 were okay. Yeah, he's like, oh. That's the last 10. <laughs> as long as I finish strong, right? <laughs> um, so now I wanted to, before like we get into the book we read and everything, I wanted to talk about like what has been your relationship with fandom thus far. That can be like anything. That yeah. could be like, are you following a fandom? Because comics are kind of like, 
you know, they're, they're, for me, like, that's my exclusive fandom. For you, it could be anything. Well, uh, fandom right now, I guess I play video games. I like playing Warzone. Yeah, but, but you, were, you were a big Walking Dead guy. I, well, yeah, I was. And then the show, so I started loving Walking Dead from the TV show. Mm-hmm. But then it got a little weird because they kind of had the same plot for every other group they ran into. It was like, oh, like, they're going to try to take over. These people wear like zombies' faces. These people like eat you, and I was like, okay, it's kind of like a repetitive story of mm-hmm. they run into another group. There's always an issue, and then it falls apart. People die, and it happens again and again. So, um, I kind of got like drawn in by the TV show, but then once we started hanging out more, um, and you started taking me to Pulp Fiction, I was like, wait a minute, Walking Dead is a comic, and once I heard that, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna get it, I'm gonna buy it, and read it. Yeah, and that's what kind of like got me into it. Really, yeah, it's so funny because. Pulp, okay, so for the fans, that's Pulp Fiction Comics in Long Beach. There's also a Culver City location. Go check both those out. They're all in California. Um, That is, yeah, I take I take so many people there because, you know, we'd work on Friday. I think yeah. I'd get paid on Fridays, and then I'd just go. <laughs> we spend up. the two cents we made on yeah. comics. Exactly, and that's, that's a, hey, that's <laughs> what I still do. So um, I just think that, uh, I think about that, and I'm like, ooh, I really, uh, that's just like a very special place for yeah. me to bring people. And then I remember you were like looking around and I was like, Oh bro, you should go get something. And then you, you bought yourself the first volume because there's a million copies of yeah. the first trade. And then like, you know, they're, they're in a dollar bin at this point. And so yeah. you, you picked one up and then I remember, I think it was, might've been by Christmas because for Christmas or your birthday or something, I bought you the second and third volumes because yeah, they're also that. in the dollar bin. And I was like, Oh, go and once then, again, back to the two cents we made. Yes. <laughs> I was like, I was like balling on a budget. All right. <laughs> Batman. <It's>, not yet. <laughs> and so it was just so fun. Cause like, it's very, for me as someone who like adores this medium and like the potential within these stories, it's just so fun to be able to see like sharing that with a friend. Yeah. Like, and I think in that it shows your appreciation for what you like, what you enjoy. Like if you enjoy something, what do you do? You want to share it with somebody and invite them into it and say, yeah, I enjoy this. Maybe you might, maybe you not, but here's why. Yeah. And even though I'm not like a big, like as big as a fan of comics as you are, yeah. I still enjoy it from time you're, to time. You are a comic fan and there's no like, you're, you're doing great. You know, everyone thinks like they need to be some sort of like level of fandom. It's like, Hey, have you read comics? I know you have. Yeah. And you like, it's Saturday like newspaper. It's spread into, <laughs> it's spread into other things too though. You know what yeah. I mean? Cause we, we got you on this and then we got you on Batman and then we got you on another Batman series mm-hmm. and you're, yeah, it's like, and I'm sure if I recommend something for you, you'd pick it up and you'd read it lickety split. I have so much money. So I just throw it. <laughs> these days. Shoot. <laughs> um, you also, I don't know if you remember, but, we went to because oh, no. we we it wouldn't just be that we like would work okay so we'd work whatever a nine to five job and then like we'd we'd have to host events because it was just like a very event or driven organization right. and so we would work or and we'd get off at three so that we can go work this event later but then you and i would just go get these really long lunches and go get <laughs> coffee and we'd bring our comics to the coffee shop and yeah. we just read them and that is my love language yeah no like to, having that time in between like a busy schedule doing something that you love is just like it's so enjoyable because it's like a little break from like reality. You're like, okay, I have an event that's going to keep me at that place till 9 p.m. Yeah. I've been here since 9 a.m. Yeah. I just want like a break. I just, I it's just, like coffee and something I love to do. Yeah. You know? And it's, it's, it's also, t- it's that very special thing where it, it's just quiet. There's like a quote in Pulp Fiction, the movie where like, if you have, if you're just, you can sit in silence with someone and it's not uncomfortable, that's like the peak level of relationship. And I'm like, we're definitely there. And that's yeah, what we're, we're sitting there for like an hour and you're across from me and you're sipping your coffee. I'm sipping mine and we're not saying a word. Yeah. 
And it's, it's just great. like, oh, should I like say, hey, how's the book? Like, just, <laughs> <laughs> just sitting there enjoying it. Yeah, and, and you know, you break into small talk every now and then, but yeah. otherwise, it's good. Or like, I know what you would do. You'd be like, dude, look what just happened. Yeah, and yeah. it's probably a book <laughs> I never even heard of, and I'm like, cool. But yeah. you're just like super stoked, like, oh man, look at this, look at this yeah, panel, yeah. look at this. I'm like. Cool. You're like camera, nice camera. I'm, like, I'm trying to read. Shut it. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> Don't it's, interrupt. It's like it's like when you're a kid and you're like trying to get your mom's attention. You're like, mom, look, mom, look, mom, look, and the mom's not even looking. And she's like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, camera, that is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Five points for you. <laughs> I'm like gets gold star, puts it as bookmark, and I'm like, I have, I'm doing so great at reading this. For those <laughs> you know, it's a sticker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm winning leisure time. So, um. Actually, so into as we go into Walking Dead, what did you like? How far did you get? Because this is a long, very long series. How far did you get in the trades? Do you remember? I do not. Um, I do remember. So I don't remember the trade I left off in, uh, but I do remember the scene. It was like right after he got his arm cut off, and him being, um, how am I forgetting this guy's name? Rick. Rick. Rick's getting like he gets his arm cut off. And the reason why that stuck out to me so much is because the TV show doesn't happen. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant they were going to say it sticks, it sticks out to me because I have both my arms. <laughs> no, I don't. I was like, I can relate to that. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I was like, that didn't happen in the TV show. So I'm like, why is it different in the comic? Yeah. So I left up at that point where he got his arm chopped off, which made, it was like, I was so used to Walking Dead, the TV show, mm-hmm. that when you have the same thing, but a little twist, it almost like breaks your heart a little bit. I'm like, I'm like, why, why didn't they want to do it on the TV show? And why did they keep that in the comics? And like, you know, I think that there's like, there's the school of fans or like people receiving that kind of content or like, like purists when yeah. it comes to like their content that they're taking like in. word for word. Yeah. They want it to be a, an exact replica yeah. of the book. And personally, I'm like split down the middle. I don't want it to be exactly like the book. Mm-hmm. Maybe I want them to hit the same beats. If, if there's, if, if there's some event that inspires, you know, the, the main storyline for, I, I want those main events right. in, uh, but I don't want it to be word for word because I don't want it. I don't want to know what I'm already seeing. You know yeah. what I, mean? I want, I want it to be unpredictable. I do want to be surprised with the content because I think that's where the sheer joy comes from it. Yeah, so yeah. you find something new. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I was like, I think season eight and I'm like deep in the TV show. So we'd have watch parties with friends and we'd like rush from church 9 9 p.m. was a sharp like okay it's starting on amc so we'd go we'd sit there and we'd be like all hyped up to watch like what happened and the biggest one was um when like the group ran into some gnarly other group that one of the main characters like gets his head destroyed i think Um, we know which one yeah That, that scene broke the internet yeah so going from like that i enjoy the book because then what it does is it has some of those similarities from like the TV show, but like you said just now, it's also cool to introduce something different to where in my head I go, well, like what would have changed if this event happened in the book, but also happened in the TV show and yeah. vice versa. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's different. I'm like, I think about that a lot too. Like one of the things is it's, I think it's incredible that a series can go on as long as it does. And it has the staying power. Yeah. You know, what's crazy about walking dead is they're actually like, at least currently. And not, I don't think this is spoilers really, but like, I guess Rick, is having his own movie. There's like something else that they're planning with that dude. And I wouldn't be surprised because in the last uh, episode I saw is he um, supposedly died, Mm -hmm. but he did not And what I'm assuming is that that's that storyline where like he is separated from the group. I don't know how long, but during that time he has his own 
his own run. Yeah, yeah, it's exa- it's crazy, and it's crazy to think like to in, in this volume uh, w- that we read one through six, like the people that died and the people that didn't, which actually transitions into the text and into uh, the what what we read compared to the show. How did you feel when you were reading the comic about the character Shane that they used in the book incredibly lightly? He's you know yeah. he, he lost issues one through six, and then in the show he's on there for a couple seasons. How did you feel about that? You know, so here's the thing with the TV show that is, I think, a little bit different than the book is I think he didn't last as long in the TV show because they made him seem like a jerk instantly. Yeah. Like they, they kind of he was the guy that I guess would take the people who are watching their attention off of like, OK, a zombie apocalypse. People are trying to group up to like, oh, even though that's going on, there's still issues between humankind. Yeah. And it takes your eyes off of that and focuses on that to where I'm like, oh, this guy's a jerk. To where in the book, it's not the same. Like, he is still kind of, but he really isn't as well. Because yeah. what that does is it shows more of how he came along and took care of Rick's wife. Because Rick was supposed yeah. to be dead. And it shows more of that lightheartedness. Versus the, the TV show didn't quite show that as much. It was like, oh, who's this guy cheating on? Like, oh, my, like who's this guy trying to pick up my wife? That's yeah. what it came across as. It, it's kind of funny because I feel the opposite. Really? I feel like in the show, I really like... I liked- hated him in the show. Well, yeah, I, he wasn't like the most likable character, yeah. but I just think like in the show we got time, we got time with him to see him like be redemptive, and I think that's the strength of a show like that or like a series like this where we get to spend time with the characters yeah. and like they really get to lean into like everything going on in a, in a longer window than can be a uh, a picture on a page. Yeah, and totally. so and so um, that being the case, I thought like. You know, in, in in the first volume, it's just boom. Shane is like his partner, and mm-hmm. then he helped his wife, and yeah. then <laughs> helped his wife. Yeah, helped him in in more ways than yeah, one. one. Yeah, he also <laughs> took groceries. Don't you know? Yeah, and so and so Shane <laughs> helps him out, and they go from Shane being like the number or like the guy to Rick coming back and saying, "Hey, we should really move camp because we're right by Atlanta and this is pretty dangerous." Yeah. And Shane's like, "No, it's safe." And then Rick's like, "Okay, whatever, bro." And yeah. then he says one more thing, and Rick, Rick uh, or uh, Shane punches Rick in the face, and it's yeah. like, "What? Like, why are you? Why are you so aggro?" And then um, it blows my mind because Rick, like, I don't know, Rick and Shane, you know, it it builds up, it heightens to one thing. You find out Shane was sleeping with Rick's wife. Yeah. In the show, it, it lasted like a long time, but in yeah, they the kind of se- dragged it out, which was like gnarly. I'm like, I like that they played and leaned into that tension because it is a big deal. And then oh, yeah. afterwards, like, okay, like, well, yeah. you know, in, in the comic, there wasn't really a big payoff. Uh, do you remember in the show how Rick dies, or uh, not Rick, uh, Shane dies? Yeah, Rick is the one that kills him. Rick is the one that kills him. In the book, it's 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 his son. Yeah, how did you? Which how- I'm like, oh my gosh, because it, it, even in the TV show. The sun was kind of warming up to him by the time Rick yeah. was reintroduced to the group. Yeah. So it's like, okay, like there's a weird, like almost like a stepdad type of thing. Like he's not really my dad, but like he's been this role model during this time. I thought my dad was dead. It was like kind of this weird tension with that going on to where it would, it made sense because like you were saying earlier, there's some things you can do with the TV show that you can't do with a comic. And if they would have followed that same line, it would have been a lot weirder because there was kind of like a relationship there versus like, in the book, it kind of was, but wasn't. And it made more sense why I'm, oh, it makes sense why he was the one to do it versus Rick. Yeah. And I, I loved it. I was just like, oh my gosh. Because then what, what it does too is in the TV show, um, Carl, 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 there's no L. 
It's a joke. If you're into I'm Walking learning. Dead, I'm yeah. learning because his accent. He's all Carl, and he went to the L. Uh, but in, in the TV show, Carl becomes like this gnarly kid who's like walking around with a gun on his hip, has one eye, a bandage across it. Yeah, you know, kind of like this like BA little kid. <laughs> and I'm like, imagine if like that would have happened in the TV show in that early of the season. I think it would have really messed up his character development. Versus when it was in the book, it was like, oh wow, this kid like did it off the bat, like almost like season two of a TV show. Like this kid is gnarly. He's like, yeah. he killed somebody already. I almost like, what the heck? Yeah, and in which what blows my mind, which I'm like almost to the point of not believing it, the kid kills a dude and he's seven years old in the in yeah. the book. I'm like, what? That is at absurd yeah he's like i thought it was a water gun i'm like well it's not <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's like he's like oh man and so i just thought when i when i read that i was like "Ooh, uh. yeah because he's like so young you're like uh okay like that's just that's really intense and yeah. i don't think they could have done that on a tv show because of his age which makes sense because because i i feel like comics tend to be more graphic but mm-hmm. like not that it's a bad thing but like it tends to be more graphic than a tv show does because yeah it's just different when it's on the air versus something you're purchasing. Yeah. Like it's just different. So I, I feel like they couldn't have done that on a TV show. And people would be like, you're making a seven year old a killer. And like, it would have just, I think it would have blown up in a way that they didn't want it to or meant it to. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it, 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 it was good. It like the, the slow burn. And even, you know, what's crazy too is how, how long in the, in the show, I think it's Andrea. Yeah. Andrea lasts. Yeah. I don't, there's two, there's two sisters, Amy and Andrea. And I think Amy dies so quick, and yeah. Andrea lives a super long time. And I'm like, in the book, yeah, and she becomes com- gnarly too. Yeah, in the comic, I'm like, she's barely, at least in the first six issues or whatever, or what I recall from what I read based on what I watched, because I probably got, I like got right before Negan's premiere, oh. pretty much. And then I was like, out. I'm tired. Well, I'm, I'm a His big bat was too. Is what? <laughs> <laughs> Based on someone, I remember. Oh my gosh! <laughs> but also, big big shout out to Stephen Yoon on the podcast right now. The the actor that plays Glenn is uh-huh. currently voicing the main character in this show I love called Invincible. Oh really? Yeah, and and he's it's you know it's funny is Walking Dead is written by Robert Kirkman and uh, Invincible is also a Robert Kirkman comic, and so to see a a guy from both properties that Kirkman yeah. did in and there's a bunch of crossover like that within the voice cast of Invincible and like the the series regulars on uh, uh Walking Dead so I'm like I I'm just so glad to see that yeah, Kirkman <laughs> and and Steven Yoon are tight so yeah. because especially how he went out you would assume like ooh because he went out <laughs> I mean, he just went out yeah. <laughs> he struck out you're great for dodging spoilers as well as you can um <laughs> when you were reading the story how did you feel about like the black and white color palette as opposed to reading like you know newer comics in color yeah um so so for me and i know everyone looks at a comic and reads it differently and has mm-hmm. different experiences but for me what i think it does is it helps me concentrate more on the story than what i'm like than the picture itself so like the storyline, what's being said, I think what it does for me is it takes my attention off of, oh, like, like, look how good of an artist this person is and all these cool colors to like, I'm focusing more on the storyline and what's going on between the characters. Yeah. So it makes it more, for me, simplified than, because, uh, you, you know, between yeah. our conversations, I'm not the biggest comic dude. Yeah. So I'm not going to sit there and talk about, you know, panels and all these things for like hours, which yeah. I'm sure you can. And you liter- have. That's I'm, what this is. I'm literally here doing that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. To where I'm like, oh yeah, that's kind of cool, but I really like the, the plot. Or I really like this interaction between this character mm-hmm. and that character. So I think for, I would say like a novice reader, yeah. it makes it very simple to be able just to enjoy. 
a story versus if someone gets into comics and I would see how something be more like modern where there's more color and just a different style, how that would appear to them more so than like, Oh, that's like almost like baby steps. It reminds me of like, you know, Saturday mornings when the newspaper was a thing and people got it. There was like Saturday morning, you know, comic strips and they weren't like the most like well-drawn. They weren't like the most yeah. well put together, but people sat there and enjoyed them for what they were. Yeah. And then once people got into stuff and said, okay, that's like level entry, like level one entry stuff to where now you're reading like crazy. Uh, what are those like anime uh, comics you're reading? What are those things? What? Uh, what? Uh, Akira? I, I, but there's a certain name to it. Like manga? Like a, yeah. Manga. I yeah. read, I read Akira. For, for, I don't want anyone to think I'm like an absolute manga fan. Like I like manga. He loves Pokemon. I'm like, I do. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I'm like, uh, it's crazy. It's, you know, I think. Like you, know, you don't start off reading that you start. I feel like you start off like how, you know, walking dead is, is very simple. And yeah. Like, and then once you appreciate things more, you get into those things that have a lot more to it than someone who just started can't recognize, you know? Yeah. And I think that's, that's one of the biggest things that lends itself to like these, this storytelling style is yeah. because like, you know, you could start off and, and indie comics are, that's what this is, are one of the best platforms for people to start off because you don't need to know, all this continuity yeah. to start this, you can just yeah. pick it up and be like, "Oh wow!" Like this cop and his There's best not a whole friend. Back, like not a whole lot of backstory. Yeah, yeah, you're you're just you're you're dropped right in, yeah. and like it can end too, or in a way like Batman and Superman really can't end. It's never gonna. There's never gonna be yeah. like the last issue of Batman. It's oh, yeah. he's always gonna keep coming out every single month. Yeah. And so with um, this story, I just I found that uh, or with, with with indie comics, it's funny because it opens the door. It, two new types of stories. Yeah. You know what I mean, it we kind of get your feet wet a little bit and you're like, okay, I'm getting into this. I'm liking it. What, yeah. like what's next? Yeah. Did anything in this series or this comic, like catch you like by surprise? You're like, wow, the, the potential within this means for storytelling. I'd, I'd never seen something like that before. Uh, I mean, I, I would just say no, just because I watched a TV show. So it kind mm -hmm. of already like introduced yeah. a lot of themes of like throughout the whole book. I mean, there were differences for sure, but I think the TV show took away from that. So I would say no, but if it was, I read comic first before TV show. Oh, a hundred percent because mm. like it would have went from, okay, this is what I know. This is what I enjoy. Oh, the TV show. It's almost like almost completely different. Like their characters are a little bit different. Scenes that are happening are a little bit different. The way the storyline is playing itself out is a little bit different. Yeah. So I think if I went from comic to TV show versus TV show to comic, I would have had more of those experiences, but Unfortunately, it didn't. So I'm like, what the heck, man? I'm almost like uh, uh, the thing, like, especially with you, you're a huge Marvel guy, mm -hmm. huge. And you've like, you own every single book. That's that, you know, <laughs> not true, but pretty I'm, much I'm getting there. You have Squirrel Girl. That's huge. <laughs> I mean, no one's even heard of her. I Not yet. <laughs> Except oh. if Marvel fans. Yeah. So when it, like, someone like you, you, you know, you go from like reading comics to movies and you appreciate it more. And you see those differences where I'm like, I went from this now I'm kind of going backwards. I don't know. I, I, that's how I feel like comics works with movies is like, if you see it first on, on film, you're kind of retracing your steps going back to the book. Yeah. And you're not, yeah, no, you're not wrong either. It's, it's really interesting. Uh, and, but also too, it's like, and that's why I like content. That's not explicit, like explicitly based off one thing. And yeah, you know what I mean? Like the cool part about something like Avengers Endgame is there's really no, not quite a single issue of Avengers that that movie is based on. Like, right. I remember uh, you were telling me that when you, we, we, we went and watched it, I was like, Oh, like, tell me this. You're like, well, it's a little bit different from the actual comic. Yeah. Like there's no, there's no one series where, well, there is and there isn't, but that's what makes it fun is yeah. because like, I didn't know what I was about to see. 
Uh, and like even when in the comics, when Thanos did dust everyone, it wasn't like five year window. It was yeah. okay. Everyone's gone. Oh, the heroes came back. Okay, now all the heroes are here. And it was like immediately. It was it was within six issues, which yeah. is you know at the time six months. But yeah. now it's like it's just different. And so that being the case, I was really um just it veering off from the source material is fun because like I can, I can have you watch something like that, like, like walking dead right. and then read something like this and be like, wow, like, okay, there's so, it's so different than yeah. how I thought. Or like in, in for and Avengers end game, just being the example laid ahead. But, uh, in, in that, in the movie, Thanos is doing it because he wants balance in the universe. Right. Da, 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 da. In the comic, he's doing it because he wants to court the maiden death. And yeah. See in that, and you almost like, so I was watching um, Infinity War in game like last week. Yeah. And it's probably like the sixth or seventh time I watched both. Yeah. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'm supposed to hate Thanos, but then like his logic makes sense. Oh yeah. Like in, in some, like in, in a weird way. No, not even in a I weird was just way. Like, Oh, like it, it, it makes sense. Just in a logical way. Yeah. He's like, I want the world to thrive. Yeah. So in order to get rid of, you know I mean? All this starvation and be able to like, have everyone live Simple peacefully. Math. Let me get rid of half the population. And I'm like, wow, you know what? If there's less people, we would thrive. Like, yeah. That's- and I was like, okay, like that makes sense. And like, not that I'm on board with the way he went about it, but I'm like, yeah. okay, I understand where he's coming from. <laughs> Alec, that is not what you told me before we turn on the mics. <laughs> well, it's different now because people are listening. Cause everyone's watching. <laughs> Alec said, Alec said, <laughs> Wow, Thanos makes a really good point. We should really get on that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, we should go back like 60 years in time and like... <laughs> what you guys don't know is that Alec right now has his finger out and he's balancing a blade perfectly on it because the yes. universe is about balance. That's an Infinity War joke. Yeah. The blade is huge. <laughs> okay, so then how did you feel reading this as opposed to watching the show and like experiencing Robert Kirkman's writing style because he has a very specific style. How did you feel about that? Um, I think, and I, maybe I'm speaking on the behalf of everybody, but I appreciate something much more when I read through it versus mm-hmm. watching it. And this goes all the way back to like, uh, in sixth grade, I started reading the Lord of the Rings. Oh my I was an gosh. advanced reader. Oh, my, it was like, a, I was like a nine, nine to 11, nine point Oh, to like 11.5 reader you know? oh okay you get it he's mm. wearing a badge that says that right now yeah too. it's weird it's gold <laughs> like the star gave you he's like i'm 20 oh i got months as 5.2 yeah huh. you're real slow buddy <laughs> but it goes back to that where i read all i read the hobbit and i read you know the you know the fellowship the two towers and the return of the king and i read them and they're like a thousand pages each book huge mm-hmm. and like i'm like oh my gosh this story this plot beautiful and you go watch the movie, and I'm like, the movie, the movies are great. Of course, no complaints. We but, we are Peter Jackson fans. Yeah, on the he's Thomas here, podcast. Peter. Hey. Pete, <laughs> big Pete, <laughs> big Pete. But like, I go from movie, and I'm like, this is great, but the book, it, it, it's just, there's like just more to it that you get to appreciate the grand story mm-hmm. versus just like a film. To where I love like going back and reading things that I watch. Because there's like minor details and things that you don't necessarily see in films that you do in the book. And I'm like, oh, this is so cool. Like, I'm really enjoying this. And it, I think it makes it a greater appreciation for the film and for the book itself and the yeah. story and the plot of whatever you're reading. That I go back and I'm like, okay, I enjoy this more. Because I've, like, I've seen it. Now I've like read it and it's like making sense and it's coming together, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I feel that. It's... uh 
it's cool. It's cool too. And like just to have supplementary material, yeah. like really, I, I think one of my, my, the biggest driving forces I've understood in my comic book journey is just context mm-hmm. and just like understanding. And that's why I love Marvel is because I, I enjoy reading, trudging through, you know, the hundred thousand books of context that are happening behind, you know, the, the camera. Yeah. And so we're understanding why, we can just say it. We'll spoil it, man. Why yeah. Glenn was going to be the one who was going to die yeah. in that episode of Walking Dead. I was like, yeah. knowing that and understanding the pieces that are in place right now or like the Easter eggs. I'm like, that is what I, that's the reason I watch it all. Cause yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like I know, oh man, uh, at the end of You're it, able to explain things. Yeah. Well, like, it, and that reminds me whenever we watch a Marvel movie and where you, like, you're like, wait till the credits. And I'm like, bro, like it's over. I need to go repeat. Like don't move. And I'm like, okay. And there's a scene that's happening. I'm like, cool like <laughs> it's, it's almost like in uh, uh in disney when you uh have like those little pre like movies like the little short films of pixar when it's like oh yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah, you're yeah, like yeah. oh you have to get there early and i'm like why it's like a bird squawking and they're like, like cool a bird the movie that never came out <laughs> so i'm like sitting there with you and i'm like okay cool like we're staying for the credits and I'm it's like, like la, la, la. Yeah. and you like you're like drooling and you're just taking it in and i have no clue like what this is about and i turn to you like you knew what you just said, yeah. you, you're doing all your homework and the back end stuff, the nitty gritty, yeah. like reading, reading, reading. I go, okay, well, what's that all about? Mm-hmm. And you go, well, it all started. And you like take me all the way back, which I'm like, yeah. I kind of like understand now. I didn't do all the work. Yeah. I appreciate it. I'm like, okay, that makes sense why we stayed yeah. 50 minutes through all the credits. You know, <laughs> Every, every, every little like intern that brought coffee's name that is on the screen right now. Um, yeah, exactly. You, you, I remember like, we watched Guardians of the Galaxy two, and in that movie, the, the the Easter egg is that you know the golden the golden alien race or whatever they they have a tomb or like a, what, what's like a chrysalis yeah uh, like a butterfly is gonna come out in that chrysalis it's like a character and they're like we're gonna name him Adam and I'm like oh my gosh it's like, that's Adam Warlock he da 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 yeah and, I'm like cool and you're like cool who's that and why is they and you just explained to me <laughs> and I'm like okay it makes sense like you connect the dots because you've done all the back end stuff which. Yeah makes it for a greater appreciation when you see that 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 scene and you exactly. understand where I'm like, uh it's a butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh cool, they're gold. Awesome. <laughs> I'm like, oh gold people. You're like, I like silver though. <laughs> You're like, what are platinum people? All, right? <laughs> Silver's on the climb. Invest. <laughs> Uncut gems over here. Um, yeah. okay. That was gnarly by the way. I watched that and I was like, what did I do? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. I'm sorry, this is a little I hate how it ended. <laughs> this is a little <laughs> I was like, really? I gotta say this. This is a little pivot point for. Yeah, let's hear it. I'm sorry, guys. It does not do Walking Dead, but it does have to do with my experience watching Uncut. Someone Jams. dies, so it's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh my gosh. Okay, so we went to go see that movie on Christmas. Cause, Wait, like, you went to the theaters and watched it on Christmas Day because it came out on Christmas. And so my well, my fan. Fam- what a fan. My my family was like, oh, oh wow, we really like. We're like, well, let's go to the movies because we're actually that kind of weird family that goes to the movies on Christmas Day. Not weird. It's a thing. It is a thing. And that's just our thing. And so we go do that. And we, we're we like, oh, what do you guys want to watch? And I I forget what movies were out. And I said, Uncut Gems is supposed to be really good. But it's supposed to be the movie of Adam Sandler's career. It, so were you thinking Adam Sandler, like the comic or the comedian going into this movie? Or what were you guys thinking? No, I was thinking it's like. It, okay. Like more of a serious note. He's done. He's done dramatic roles before. And like, I don't know. People may not like it, but I really like the movie. Uh. Funny people, which more of a serious role for him, but also like comedic. And then he did another one called uh, Punch Drunk Love, which is one of my okay. favorite directors. Uh, and people really like that. So seeing him in another uh, drama, dr- yeah. drama role, I was like, I'm down for that. And so he, we, 
we watched it and pretty much we sat through it and it's for the, for the people that know, like the, the softy brothers, it is very much just one of their movies. And it's just very like eclectic and in your face, unapologetic, like just a lot going on at one time. Oh yeah. I was like, wow, I kind of really like this slice of life esque sort of film. And then, you know, the, the end I was like, Oh wow. The ending is, (laughs) you know, that's, that's a representation of lifestyle, live by the sword, die by the sword, whatever. And so I was like, his arc is complete. And my, my parents Late after that movie ended, because it's like two and a half hours too. Like, yeah, yeah, it, it, you, yeah, you got to power through it. Yeah, if you're not into it, you got to power through it. Yeah, my parents were like, oh, <laughs> oh, or my 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 entire family walked away hating that movie, and they're like, we just wasted twenty dollars. And I said, I I'd give it like eighty percent. Like, oh, that was mm. great. Like, I, mean, I waited till Netflix. <laughs> oh my gosh, you wait till Netflix. Don't if yeah. you didn't like that, don't watch Good Time then because it's the same team. Okay, uh, I'll watch. Well, I, it's not like I. I mean, maybe I just like didn't dislike it. I don't know. I just didn't like. Okay, like what's going on here? And I'm like, oh, oh, okay, moves <laughs> over. <laughs> cool. You're like time to go to bed. <laughs> you're just also, like, I'm not buying a ring from that guy. Ever yeah, again. You're, <laughs> you're like, so that happened. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay. Uh, um. Okay, so I guess the, I I only have a couple more questions. Um. Oh, who is your favorite character? And everyone else said it with me, Rick. Mm-hmm. Here's why. Oh my gosh! Here's why. So obviously he's the main character, so more, uh, everyone will default to that kind of because yeah. it's like Iron Man. Oh, who's your character? Like, oh, it's the scientist that was trying to figure. No, it's it's gonna be Iron Jensen? Man. Jensen. Oh wow, yeah, Jensen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure, love that guy. I love it, the actor from. Uh, by the way, Christmas Story is one of the scientists. In oh my Iron gosh! Man. Wait, was I with you when we found that out? Yeah, you're at my house. Oh yeah, yeah. What a great. I was like, oh. yeah. Wow, there's a oh, for Ralphie to be like, I can't get up. <laughs> like, not in this movie. <laughs> anyway, so I love Rick, and here's why. Because, so I did like, when I was like super into like comic book reading, which was kind of like more when we were working together. Because yeah. I was like, we were going like really often. I was buying. We were talking about it. I was still kind of in the show. Um, but I found out that the whole story is kind of formatted around character development and how yeah. you put someone through so many different situations oh, yeah. and how it develops them as a person. So for instance, you look at Rick and starting off like knowing like season, you know, eight that I left off on knowing that Rick and starting all over again and seeing like wimpy Rick is like freaking out. Cause there's a zombie walking towards him. And I'm like, yeah, this is the same guy. Like he went from like crying because there's a zombie to like, he's like waking up and stabs a zombie like in his sleep and goes back to bed. I'm like, that's insane. Like how did he get from a to B? Yeah. And I think, the book does that very well where it develops him over time Yeah, where you learn to like, like the BA Rick where he's just like gnarly. He has a beard. He's like stabbing people. He's like making decisions. He's killing people. Like, the, the, the crazy Rick that everyone loves Yeah, had a terrible start. And I'm like, this guy's going to lead a group of people Yeah, like Alexandria, this, this guy who's like crying. Mm-hmm. Like, so I, I love that because you see a lot of character development in him throughout, you know, the eight seasons I watch on TV and then, what I read from the book. And I'm like, I appreciate that. Like character development is huge for me. Yeah. No, I, I'd, I'd say I agree. Um, I think I, I don't know where I'm getting this from, but I, I could swear that I read something and it's like, uh, what's his face? Robert Kirkman who wrote mm-hmm. the story, um, had written his intention behind it was like how much like hell, can I put yeah. one man through, you know what I mean? And how are they going to come out of it? Exactly. And how are they going to come out of it? And that, that was kind of really how the walking dead, like, yeah. Yeah. Like he, he woke up in a hospital. He's like, where's my family? 
goes to his house. It's like ransacked, destroyed. So assuming my family's dead, there's zombies walking around. Then he goes, meets up fine with his family. Later on, his wife ends up dying, but has a kid. Like, crazy stuff. Finds out that it's not really his kid. Yeah. Like crazy things like that. And you see him continue to push through and like become a better version of who he was. And it's like, I didn't think he's gonna get through that. Yeah, yeah. Like he, if my wife died and then had the kid that I was raising was like not my own, I don't know if I can make it through that. Like and this guy's like, All right, I'm gonna go lead this group out of, out of prison because prison's overrun. Yeah. Like, just oh amazing, gosh. amazing things like that that I'm like I, I like it, it's cool to have like a, a cool, like fun, cheesy story. But for me, if there's no character development in it, it's just like a story. Like, for instance, um Iron Man. You like to see Iron Man one and who um, Tony Stark was, and then in uh, Endgame, how he like left his legacy. I'm like, that's not the same Tony making that decision. Because you know, Iron Man one, Tony's not going to put his life down the line for everybody. Mm-hmm. He's not going to do that because that's not who he was. But over what uh, eight movies, seven movies? The Iron Man, I think it was eight. Yeah, eight, eight movies. Eight movies that Robert Downey Jr. Right, right, as Iron Man, right. So you get eight of those and then you're like, oh man, like I, that's where I was like, oh, Iron Man, because we remember where we started off. Yeah. This playboy billionaire guy is like, oh, you can't touch me. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> and now he's like, l- like literally laying down his life when he has a wife and a daughter. I'm like, ah, don't know if I could do that. And, yeah. Yeah. And t- but Tony did like what? Yeah. So, the, the arc goes from, you know, you see the man go from selfish to selfless. Yeah. So I appreciate character development and that's why I love Rick. Cause that's, it, it's pretty much like you just said. Well, what can we put one guy through and then is he going to make it out and how? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I agree. I like that. Okay. Uh, my favorite character is going to be, mm, I think honestly in this volume that I read the RV. No. Oh, dang it. The He's RV. A, you yeah. For the camp. No, <laughs> that's a useful RV. Um, but I think it's Carl. Yeah. Say it right. Carl. Car. <laughs> is that close? I'm like, wow. No, there we go. You fooled me. <laughs> Rick? <laughs> <laughs> it's me. I'm like, what was that, Pete, Peter Jackson? Yeah, you like that too? I'll be Pete, in your next movie. Petey. <laughs> P-Fly. P- P-Fly. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think that, uh, I, I think that uh, Rick is, or no, not Rick, Carl is my favorite because no matter what, like, I just think the relationship between father and child father and son is, is a very priceless dynamic. And even in those, in the few panels that we got with Carl and Rick together, uh, him defending his father against, you know, his father's best friend that was turning on him was a very beautiful arc. And like, it just showed so much maturity within such a young man. And yeah. to like take on that mantle of maturity was really cool, really beautiful. And yeah. so, well, um, and, and two in an apocalypse, yeah, which is, it, it's more intense than a young man going through life. Yeah. dealing with things it's like he's dealing with all like the normal like young manhood things mm-hmm. but also there's zombies trying to eat him so it's like almost like times 200 that he's like developing yeah absolutely yeah. so I, I i agree with you and um but yeah so i think carl i was i was most impressed by him yeah. um and then i guess my last question alec and this can be based on the series and this book or just the, the what we just read what would you rate this out of 10 uh well, biasly, I would rate it a 10. Great. Because I love the TV show. I love the comic book. That's awesome. 
But it also comes from a place where I'm like not the most educated guy yeah, on comics, so it's a little suede, which is which is fine to say. That's not it, how it, I do my scales. So yeah, it's it. like hearing Kanye saying he's the best artist ever, but you never heard Michael Jackson. You're like, okay, like there's like I get what you're saying, but look at all these other options. There, there are other options, but also that doesn't mean you know. I just I always think about it, and probably by this point, my fans are sick of hearing this. Did they set off to tell the story they wanted to tell? And then did they do that well? And yeah. so I'm like, if they did, then I'm like, okay, like, cause Squirrel Girl in my book's a 10. And then I think, I don't think this is a 10 personally. I'd give it a, uh, I'm only reading the first six issues. I think the first, what I, what I would rank them would be, um, I don't know. Uh, because the, the hits don't hit as hard mm-hmm. too. So, I'd say I'd probably give it like a like a six point five. Is that because of the the TV show you watched? Or? I watched the TV show. I've already read this volume before. So do you think they're kind of like? Yeah, okay. exactly. I'm like maybe when when I first read this, I I first read this when I was like a freshman in high school. Oh wow! I read the first like twelve issues and I was like, whoa! I didn't know stories could. So do then this. it was ten, and that's when you're getting into comics. Yeah, yeah. That was like okay. I think this was probably like many people. I think I can say that this is the first indie comic I'd ever read because otherwise, I, you know, at that point I was only reading like Batman and Robin yeah. and. Then, that really announced staples, it. yeah. Because I liked, I'm like, I didn't have much money. I wanted to read Batman. He was my favorite, and then like you know the occasional Spider Man too. But, yeah, yeah. But these were uh, my number ones. Yeah, that's so, cool. I'll, you know, actually, big shout out. I don't know if he listens. I don't, I don't imagine he does. Tate Van Duvenbode. He is the person that loaned me his first hardcover of Walking Dead, and I think he collected collected a bunch of them. I think this he episode had, like, goes to you. Yeah, thanks, Tate. So yeah. I appreciate that. Um, okay, Alec, <laughs> thank you so much for coming on the podcast You're and welcome. chatting with me about Walking Dead. Um, yeah. Is there any place that these uh, people can find you or everywhere? Um. Okay. <laughs> like, if you want, if you want those follows, I got yeah, you covered. Let me pull out the list. Uh, I have an Instagram. Whoa, I'm 29. So uh, for those of you who are listening, <laughs> he's not are, single, ladies. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry, uh, Kyle. Um, <laughs> But so you can find me on Facebook for the older population and then Instagram. Uh, I have a TikTok. He's, have, a, he's have, big on TikTok. <laughs> 6K followers. What? <laughs> and I stream Warzone play on Twitch. With 22 followers. Proud of you. I'm proud. I have a 1.56 KD, which is pretty sick and good. I don't know what that means. It means I'm pro. <laughs> um, I he always wants me to play video games with him. I I destroy you. Cod, Let's be honest. COD gives me anxiety. Like the music and like I, the the rooms. Oh my, it's scary. I, it fills me with adrenaline. I'm like shaking, and I'm like, I need to get this last guy. Yeah, I'm I'm shaking too. Not in a fun way though. <laughs> Fear. Not in an adrenaline way. I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, why did he kill me? That's so mean. Yeah. I just wanted to say hi. I'm like, hey man, like check out this gun I got. It's pretty sick. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you're shooting me with it. That's awesome. I'm like, yours is kind of <laughs> cool too, but like, could you not? Ow. Ow. Ouch, that hurts. Terminator, <laughs> so, flamethrower. Uh, so you got those. Yeah. yeah uh, there you go. Okay. Also, my phone number is seven. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We don't want to say. No, 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 no. That was it. I was like, I just want to make sure we hit all the bases. You're not on Twitter. I don't Yeah. And so. um, I rely on you for that. I They aren't allowed to have my Twitter. You know, it's in the links. So. <laughs> Guys, it's the Cam Reads Comics Twitter. Uh, go go check out Cam Reads Comics on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. I think that's it. Any place you get your books from. Any place you get your books from. <laughs> oh, go to Pulp Fiction Comics because yes. they rule. Um, and then also go check out my uh, – if you're, if you're listening to this on YouTube, make sure to like and subscribe, subscribe. and smash the clobber that like button. Uh, and if you're listening on, in, on iTunes, please go leave a five-star rating and review so that other people can find this podcast Do and it. maybe read some more Walking Dead. Maybe. Thank you, Alec. We'll see you Thanks, soon. Thanks, Cam. Bye.